You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Faisig. Hey, welcome to another Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I have a couple things I wanted to mention before we get going today. First of all, there is a Southeast Championship Series that's going down. Um, there are qualifiers qualifiers for this in Nashville, Memphis, and Knoxville, leading up to the finals, which will be in Nashville on July 14th through the 15th. You can register for that. Uh, just search Southeastern Championship Series. And then also, Battle of the Barbells coming up uh, June 2nd at 3 Star. They'll be hosting the team comp for Battle of the Barbells. And on August 18th, Trivium will be hosting the Masters and Teens competition for Battle of the Barbells. More on that at battleofthebarbells.com. Also, heads up, we're working on some extra content for the podcast and for other uh, on iTunes as well as our YouTube channel. So if you want to check out the YouTube channel, go and check out youtube.com slash barbellvoodoo. All right, last but not least... For those of us in the Central East, we have regionals coming up very soon for the the CrossFit Games. Uh, The top 1% go on to the games, and it is happening so quickly. May 25th to 27th, we're super excited. Hey, be sure to watch Instagram for all the different specials that we're going to be having for those of you who are going to be attending uh, the regionals. Also... Um, we're going to be doing a series here for the next three weeks. You're going to get extra Barbell Voodoo podcasts, and we're going to be interviewing our regional athletes starting today. And so we hope that you enjoy the road to regionals coming at you. So today's podcast is regional athlete Hal Fisher. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to Barbell Voodoo Podcast. All right, welcome to another edition of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Today we're sitting down with Hal Fisher at CrossFit Syndicate, and we're in the basement of this facility while Mm -hmm. there's a class going on. Um, And so if you hear some banging, that's a class and heavy weights being lifted. But uh, thanks for joining us today, Hal. Absolutely. I like to set you up right when you're drinking something so you can't answer. (laughs) Um, So I thought today we could start out... um, just getting to know you a little bit. This is a little bit of a series of road to regionals here, highlighting some of our barbell voodoo athletes who are going to regionals. And so um, just kind of wanted to hear about who you are and kind of your story, um, where, you, where you've grown up and um, how you got into CrossFit and being the upper 1% of CrossFit worldwide. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so um, appreciate you having me on the show. Um, I've grown up in Nashville my whole life. Um, I'm one of eight kids. Um, it's five boys, three girls. Um, my mom, she uh, had us all doing sports ever since we were about three or four years old. She's uh, got to be like just a step below superhero, really. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's amazing. She's yeah. definitely done a lot for us, and I don't know how she's done it. Yeah, especially with five boys. I mean, goodness, girls are a little easier, but having all of us, and she had about. I think she had seven under the age of 10 at one time. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the range, the age range is about four to my oldest brother's 24. Okay. So you got a four year old and 24 year old. So <clears throat> pretty big age gap there. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah. So we did, she had us going to, um, doing sports. I mean, I started out with wrestling, 
Um, I did that all the way throughout high school. Um, was going to do it in college, but mm-hmm. decided not to. Um, played baseball, did swimming, did everything pretty much under the sun with sports. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest thing that helped me with CrossFit sports-wise was the wrestling, just with the mentality and kind of made me a little tougher yeah. and all that. But um, I would think, like, just muscular awareness and, yeah. and body movements. We were talking about like that, that with uh, Emily Gillis in one of our podcasts before about her gymnastics background and how she can take coaching cues and be able to implement those quicker just because of yeah. her awareness of her body and how she can move. And I'm sure wrestling helped with that. Yeah, absolutely. Too. I mean, you definitely have to be in tune with your body with wrestling. Um, I mean, there's sides of wrestling that were a little <coughs> iffy with the cutting weight and everything like that. Sure, yeah. Because, um, I mean, when I first started, so did wrestling all the way through senior year. Um, just got a couple offers to go to college and wrestle um, schools in Iowa and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Didn't really want to move to Iowa to go to a, no. a D2 school. No. <laughs> Iowa's moving up yeah, in the world. I know, right? I mean, they're doing big things. Yeah. Um, and so I was going to go to Tennessee Tech, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, was going to go try to get over there at CrossFit Mayhem. Yeah, there's some good exercisers guys. over there. They're, 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 they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, decided to stay in Nashville and go to Nashville State mm-hmm. Community College. Um, it was free. And yeah, you can't, can't beat be that. free. Exactly. No. So, just started doing that. Um, I didn't start CrossFit till my scene, the end of probably summer going into my freshman year of college. Okay. Um, a friend had got me into it because I was doing bodybuilding at the time. Oh, all right. I did a uh, physique show, sadly. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was done after that. For, do, you still, do you still work out in that uniform around here? No, I, no, luckily I don't fit into it anymore. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I did one show. was absolutely just like, this is not for me. Um, it was just not like a competitive. It wasn't competitive to me. It was just yeah. like, oh, like, they look good, but, like, what can you do with that, you know? Sure. Um so <clears throat> I've always been into the comp- I've always had a competitive nature and uh-huh. about me, especially growing with five boys. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's all it's all about that when you're at home. Um, everything was competitive, probably. Ex- huh? Yes, absolutely everything. Now, are you, all your brothers like close together? So there's or a, is like the four year old included is is a no, boy. So or the, girl? the little girl, uh, my little baby sister. Okay, she's four, um, and then we got there's an eight year gap to okay twelve and thirteen year old. Those okay. are two boys. Um, Max and Gabe, and then my older brother Dominic. He's currently playing football over at NBA, um, the Bell right. Academy. And then I got my Martha, who does CrossFit with me. And then I got an older sister and an older brother. Um, okay. Yeah, my older brother wrestled in college. Was all American wrestling in college um, <clears throat> for the Merchant Marine Academy. But yeah, so <clears throat> got in the CrossFit, tried it once, and I was like, oh, I really like this. Um, so where did you try it out? Where was the first place? This is, this first, is it. Yep. First gym. Yep. CrossFit right. Syndicate. It used to be called, when I first joined it, was CEF, CEF CrossFit. Okay. Um, and we changed names about a year ago. But yeah, I fell in love with it. Um, Tim, my coach, kind of took me under his wing and was like, hey, I think you could do something in the sport. This is what you need to do. Mm. Taking that. When I first started CrossFit, I was 145 pounds. Okay. Um, I was like on the smaller side. He was like... Let's get you put some weight on. So I ended up bulking up and everything like that. And did my first competition. <clears throat> did I ended up winning it. And then since then, I've kind of just progressed with 
changing my training and mm. working on my weaknesses and yeah. it's all evolved especially like looking back when I first started like it was coming to the gym do a mm-hmm. class workout and then if he had an extra workout he was like hey why don't you try this I would go try it <clears throat> did that for about probably six months and okay. then started throwing in some Olympic lifting and it just started <clears throat> now it's literally everything yeah um, so yeah that's how it all started um so how long? So how long has it been? How long have you been doing CrossFit? Uh, three years. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> did my first open the first year I joined? I joined, and then two months after that was the CrossFit Open. Okay. Um, I think I got top. I think I got top four hundred in the region. Okay. Um, and I didn't know how that stuff worked. I didn't know how competitive it was. How serious? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know anything about it started reading more about it and I was like okay wow like this is kind of cool it's a worldwide <laughs> thing yeah so yeah. I had no idea I was like oh, course, so this I'm is like, really a thing yeah, this, this really, isn't just yeah, something exactly. our gym was being a part of exactly oh, okay. um, <laughs> and so yeah I, I ended up reading more into it and the next year um, we had some goals in mind was like hey let's do I did a bunch of local stuff um, and then leading into the next open it was just like okay like we're not going to think about regionals or anything like that. Let's just keep it cool. Like, if you can make top 100, let's do top 100. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up getting 32nd oh, wow, in the yeah. region. Um, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, wow, like, that's awesome. And so, uh, obviously, in my mind, I was like, okay, like, I want to make regionals next year. I can do yeah. it. I can do it. I can do it. Um, I guess you could say this is my fourth regionals, actually. Um, yeah, this is my fourth okay. regionals. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, I did... The next year, I so I qualified. So I, this is when I first started doing like the actual like bigger com- competitions. Um, I did Wadapalooza, like the intermediate division, and then the next year, which is <clears throat> my third open, I was I ended up qualifying for RX in mm-hmm. Wadapalooza. So everything was going good. Um, two weeks after, or two days after I got back from Wadapalooza, just got a horrible stomach ache. Ended up going to the hospital oh, and getting my appendix taken out. Wow. Um, <clears throat> luckily, they didn't burst or anything, so they just did like a laparoscopic appendectomy. Yeah. And um, so the doctor was like, hey, you can't lift more than 10 pounds for six to eight weeks. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> so that was literally like six to eight weeks from that point was going into the CrossFit Open. Uh-huh. So for <laughs> six, to eight, six weeks, um, I did bicep curls with like 10-pound dumbbells and uh-huh. literally everything I could do with a dumbbell, with a 10-pound dumbbell, yeah. every single day. Um didn't do any Olympic lifting, wasn't able to run, wasn't able to row, do any cardio other than, like, easy bike. Um, wasn't able to hang from a pull-up bar or anything. So, leading into that the first that first workout, it was like, well, hit or miss. Like, if the doctor was like, okay, you can lift 50 pounds, if up to 50 pounds, and if it's anything ever than that, you can't do it. Yeah. So, that's the first year they, like, start, um, introduce the dumbbell. Oh. So I got so lucky <laughs> yeah. with that. Um, so what, on that six to eight week time period, when did the open start? Was it like towards the end of that? Was it was it? so, it was six weeks of just 10 pounds, not lifting nothing more than 10 pounds. Right. And so this is the, okay, this is so the last after week. six weeks, this after is six weeks, I week could seven. Do, go up to 50 pounds. <laughs> yep. So I got, it was just like a blessing and I was like, okay, awesome. I could do the first workout did really really well in it surprising surprised myself i was like i haven't done cardio i haven't done anything Uh um and then the next week i had one more week to where it was like okay you're cleared after this week right it was another dumbbell workout got lucky with that one Mm -hmm. and then 
The third week was the snatch workout. I hadn't snatched in eight weeks, hadn't lifted a barbell, hadn't touched a barbell. So Goodness. it was not a fun workout for me. No. Um, but after that open, I ended up placing, I think I got top 35 again. Okay. Um, which I was still like, I was like, okay, like I shocked myself because I was like, I haven't worked out in eight, six, eight weeks. Like, yeah. Um, this is the best I think I could have done. Um, and I was happy about that. Yeah, considering, yeah. <clears throat> so I was definitely, it was definitely like a sad, I was kind of like depressed a little bit about it because I was like, well, sure. man, like, if I had been able, it, like, there was always that what if, like, what if it mm-hmm. hadn't happened? I could be at regionals right now. Um, so yeah, after that, I kind of started looking at <clears throat> the whole, my programming and what my weaknesses were. And because I hadn't really taken in, I'd always kind of just like, I'd done so many different types of programmings. I mean, I've done Invictus. I've done What Is Rich Doing? I've done all those types of programming. Mm-hmm. And all of them are great programs, but <clears throat> I think it comes down to, like, when you get to a certain point, like, you have to conquer your weaknesses, not mm-hmm. just work all around. Um, and so I started working, got in contact with a coach out in Murfreesboro. He works with OPEX, um, Christian Haynes. And me and my little sister started working with him. And, I mean, this whole year, I mean, I've progressed more, I think, in the past three years than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really just focused on, like, okay, he's <clears throat> kind of made, just changed my whole entire, like, outlook on how I'm training and how I'm, my mentality on training. Because mm-hmm. um, when I used to come in the gym, it would just be, like, go, 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 go. Like, right. not think about anything, but he's really made me take a step back and be, like, okay, like, this is why this is not working, this is not, this isn't working. Um, but, yeah, this year, so... I've had a really good year. I've stayed healthy, um, qualified the, for the elite division in Wadapalooza. Um, that was my first, like, really big competition competing against mm-hmm. with those top-tier guys, which I think was really good for me going, like, leading up to the Open because it yeah. was, like, kind of showed me, like, okay, this is where you're at. You've got you've got to work on some stuff mm-hmm. leading up to the Open. Um, so I ended up doing pretty pretty solid there. Did got some good scores, um, had some bad scores, um, but it was just overall a great experience. Yeah. Um, awesome time competing against like the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so stayed healthy, obviously. Like didn't have to get an yeah. appendix taken I mean, out. That'll never happen again. So <laughs> yeah, it'd be um, weird if you had to get that done exactly. again. Exactly, man, it'd be crazy. Um, so what are so what, are, what would you say? What are those weak areas that you found that you needed to work on over the last little bit? So my biggest, I mean, since I first started, like I've with with the wrestling, like it's all cardio and muscle endurance. So I've I've always been pretty good. Like throw me into a twenty minute AMRAP, thirty minute AMRAP, something I can just okay. keep moving. Um, <clears throat> it was more of the overhead stuff, my shoulder work, okay. my shoulder strength, um, my snatches. Yeah. My clean was good. Um, my shoulder to overhead, it was just like jerk, split jerk, anything like that. Anything overhead where I had to put the weight over my head was just, it was just for some reason it wasn't clicking. Huh. Um, so we could just say like this whole year has been a lot of just yeah. upper body, <laughs> like bro sessions, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those were the definitely the limiters. Like So looking back at the last year's Open... Um, before Wadapalooza, he kind of we kind of broke everything down. It was like, okay, you did good in four out of the five workouts. Mm-hmm. That one workout that you did so bad in. <laughs> I mean, it was just was straightforward. Clear, it was it was just like, okay, it was like this is obviously what you yeah. need to work on. And it was that snatch workout. It was like the starting at one ninety five pounds, going one thirty five, and then one eighty five, yeah. ending at two sixty five. And it was just, I mean, I could always be like, oh, well, that was because I got my appendix taken out. But, like, no, like, deep like deep down I knew, like, okay, yeah. that's my weakness and that's what I got to work on. <clears throat> so 
that's what we started working on. Um, I think the biggest, I think the the moment that I really realized like how well everything was progressing was the qualifier for Wadapalooza. They had a one rep max hang snatch after a workout, and <clears throat> I was like, okay, maybe I can hit like two twenty five, like this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Because my one rep max hang snatch was two fifty, uh-huh. and I went out there and it was like this horrifying workout and then you had to build to a one max hang snatch yeah. I was like well, this isn't going to go good um, but going in I ended up hitting, tying my PR on my hang snatch oh, wow. and that's when I knew like okay like Christian like knows what he's doing mm-hmm. and like this is obviously like progress. everything's progressing yeah, it's really working. really well yeah. exactly so <clears throat> ended up I've ended up hitting like four or five PRs since I've been working with him and Almost every one of my lifts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got my numbers up. I mean, I start when I first started with him. My snatch and my hang snatch were the exact same as two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, hang snatch is up there, same. My I'm snatching like two seventy, upper two seventies now. Yeah. Um, clean and jerking around like three fifty five, three sixty. So like, he's obviously everything he's telling me to do, I'm doing because I yeah. know it's working. Um, but yeah, leading into this open, it was I've always had kind of a. I've always been kind of a little head case with myself. Okay. Um, I tend to overthink things mm. and end up getting anxiety about everything. Um, and I know, like, a little bit of nervousness isn't bad. Like, it's good to be nervous before competition. Um, and norm- typically, like, when I go into a competition, I'm nervous. But when I get out there, like, after that first workout, I'm like, oh, okay, we're good now. You're right. But it was just that first workout, which was always the hardest one. Yeah. It was like, okay, like, have I done enough? Have I done this? Like, I, I, I've, I've learned to kind of just trust in the training trust sure. the programming um so leading into this open i had like <clears throat> i talked to him a little bit about it um and i just talked to a couple friends and stuff and they were i kind of came up with the idea of like okay let's do the open let's do the workouts submit them but don't look at the leaderboard at all like i, I feel like a lot of people did that this year yeah so I, that's exactly athletes. what i yeah. did so i i mean i, 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 I knew i, I knew somewhat where I was sitting like I knew if I had done good in a workout or not um like the first workout I knew I read it every single workout okay which wasn't fun but so you did them all I twice did, or yeah. you did them all like multiple? I did I, I did them all twice okay. um just because I know like that first workout like I said like I kind of I tend to either go too fast or I tend to like kind of ease off too much yeah so did the first workout Christian would be like hey redo it that's all he'd say to me, and I was like, okay, I'd redo it. So by the fourth week, I didn't know where I was sitting, actually. Um, I knew I was in the top 20 in the region. Um, I didn't know where I was sitting worldwide or anything like that. And, of course, one of my buddies was like, hey, man, you're sixth in the region. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. So after that first, fourth week, I was like, I was doing perfectly. I wasn't thinking about the open. Like, outside of the gym, like, my one of my biggest thing is, like, just not try to think about, like, crossfit or anything okay. like that i try to like make that balance i'd like mm-hmm. try to keep everything balanced because if i don't then i start it just gives me anxiety for some reason sure. um so i didn't want to talk about the open with anybody um just because i knew it would get in my head and he texted me and of course leading in that fifth week that was actually my worst score yeah leading into the like w- that fifth week workout um i didn't do bad but i know like it had something to do with me thinking about sure. it. Like, oh, well, yeah. what if I don't do good in this workout? That's the whole thing with the mental game, man. It didn't take much. Yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't. It, um, especially I, a text, like seeing oh, it yeah. also. 
Oh, don't get me wrong. I when I, like that heard I was six, way when worse. I heard I was in sixth, I was like, oh, yes. Like, this uh-huh. is amazing. Um, but, yeah, so after the Open, I was definitely super happy with everything and how everything went. I mean, there weren't any snatches really this year, like heavy snatches or anything. Um, but one of my problems was also, like, lifting under fatigue. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can go out and hit a one or a max, but... I think it's more impressive when you can go do a workout and hit a winter max yeah. and hit a heavy number. So I think my fir- favorite workout, one of my two favorite workouts this year were like definitely the handstand push-ups. Okay. I didn't like that new standard, but... Um, a lot of people didn't. Yeah. Um, that was definitely my favorite because I love deadlifts. I love walking, like handstand walks. I love yeah. that they threw those in there. Like that's my... I've done those since I was like a little kid. I've been able to do them for some yeah. reason. So that's cool. That was... Especially in wrestling, we had to do... It was a lot of gymnastics in wrestling, like uh-huh. flips and all that kind of stuff. So that's definitely given me a little, <clears throat> I guess I guess you could say, edge on some of those movements. Sure. Um, but yeah, I definitely... But the clean workout, that was where I was really, like... That's where I really... That was my probably happiest moment of the Open. Okay. Um, we the- had Barbell Voodoo in here yeah. with selling the apparel and everything like that. Um, we had Jeremy in here and... It was the 10 to 1 dumbbell squats and burpees mm-hmm. over the bar. And I was, I did really well on that. And then it came down to the Wonder Max Clean. And I mean, I missed, I remember I hit 315, missed, uh, hit 325, and I had a minute left, missed 335. And I had Jeremy and Tim over there like yelling at me. And yeah. Slapped on like two and a halfs and just like went for it and ended up hitting 340 on the clean. And I was just like, that was like the hat, like that was the best moment I think of the whole entire open for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm ha- really happy how the open went. I ended up placing top 35 in the world. Okay. Um, and I mean, six overall in our region, which is, I think is the, I want to say is the toughest region mm-hmm. out of all of them. Oh, I would based say Based so. on yeah. who all's there. I mean, we got Frazier, we got Alex Anderson, we got all those guys. I mean, you look at that, it's a stacked, stacked region. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. That's I think that's the one thing I'm looking forward to is um, competing like next to those guys. I think that's going to be a really fun time. It's going to be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. So just, so from this point on, what are you what are you looking towards in going to regionals? What are, are there? Do you have certain focuses like you're talking about? Um, you know, lifting heavy under you know the stress of after doing a workout, which yeah. is cool that you liked you know 18 two this year with that. Yeah. Um, but what do you, what are the, what's kind of your focus moving into regionals this year? Is it are you working on anything mentally in terms of kind of focus and anti anxiety and kind of just cooling off a little bit, or um, um, are there yeah. structural things that still need to be fixed with you? Or so I think the number one thing right now is is definitely staying healthy. Yeah, um, my coach Christian's really really good about he's he's always like reminding me like hey if something's not feeling right like. If I if my back feels a little tweaked, like mm-hmm. he programs deadlifts, he's like, tell me. He's yeah. like, don't be don't be an idiot. Don't try to go out there and deadlift. Right. Like, it's just gonna hurt you. I'll just push um, through this. Exactly. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. So we all do it. <laughs> I've been I've been like blessed and lucky enough that I haven't had any serious injuries with CrossFit. I mean, I've popped a couple of rib heads out and stuff like that, but I've stayed healthy for the most part. Um, and I give like credit to my mom about that. She have ha- has had us taking like joint supplements and all that kind of yeah. stuff since we were little kids. Um, and but yeah, so I think leading into regionals, uh, definitely the mental mental game is 
needs to be I've been working on that and that's I mean that's I think that's more about just balancing everything out with my lifestyle Mm -hmm. Um, not just focusing not putting all my eggs in like one basket with everything Um, I'm definitely putting more attention into my training leading into regionals but outside of the gym that's where I try to just focus on the other things um, with school and um, my girlfriend and everything like that like just I I think it's best for me if okay when I go to the gym it's gym time we can talk about everything we need to mm-hmm. but outside of the gym like I don't want to really think about it so I like at nighttime I try to I try to keep my phone like won't click on my like programming or anything because like if I'm looking at it the night before I'm like thinking about it and like I won't go to sleep or anything yeah. so just working on the little things like that and it's 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 definitely getting better um but i think training wise um i think doing the same thing because he's he's really rounded me out um pretty good this year um with the heavyweights and we've done so many different cycles we've done before the open obviously was more <clears throat> aerobic work and all that kind of stuff but um i think regionals is just he's throwing everything together everything yeah. in the mix um yeah. we'll do like We'll do heavy lifts before workouts. We'll switch it up and do the heavy lifting after. Um, a lot of just nasty workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, like we had the other day, he had me doing thirty burpee ring muscles for time with a twenty pound weight vest, and that was just oh, like that's exciting. It was that was the most miserable thing. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm just trusting what he has me written down. I mean, sure, even if it's something where I'm just like think I'm just like. Like, Why is he catch the this? chicken. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm going to listen to him. He's obviously got me to this point, and I mean, I credit him for all that. Um, but I think training-wise, it's just kind of stick to it, just up the intensity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of go into each workout with a purpose, not just kind of be like, oh, I can just kind of yeah, lollygag through this one. Um, but yeah. Also, the one thing I've had a problem with is <laughs> when training. I'll if I'm in a rush or something, and. I, or I just like kind of just want to get the workout over with. I won't really warm up properly oh, and stuff no. like that. So I've tried to take about 10, 20 minutes before I actually start doing anything to warm up better because I know if I'm warmed up, then I'll be able to go harder. Yeah. During the workouts and um. Well, long, long. Looking at the long haul of it all, I mean that's that's gonna be a whole lot better for exactly. you. Exactly, yeah. and that's what um, I think one of the best thing someone's ever told me it was actually jessica martinez um she's like you got to look at this from a long-term goal not just mm-hmm. a short-term thing yeah um but i can't we were doing a comp me and my sister were doing a competition with her and she was just like that's exactly what she told me and like that's always stuck in my head for some reason yeah ever since um and i mean it makes so much sense i mean you see so many people i mean you don't know like you could blow your knee out mm-hmm. like tomorrow or something and what are you gonna do with it? i mean yeah, it's up in the air. So, I, <clears throat> I've definitely taken into account more of like trying to keep my body healthy, especially when I'm young. And whenever I'm like, people are like, "Oh, just wait till you're 30 or wait till you're 40." I'm like, that makes me want to just not do this. <laughs> like, yeah, not like I just I, it makes that makes me want to just stretch out more and more and like warm up properly and everything like well, that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have the days where I still just am like, Ugh, right. I'll just go jump right into this, but. I've definitely realized I've trained better. I have better results mm-hmm. when I'm warming up properly and stretching out. So just the little things before regionals. It's not too big of a change other than um, um, just 
I guess it's just up in the intensity because yeah. different times, parts of the year. I mean, there's obviously the off-season strength training and stuff, but I've never had a regionals training mm-hmm. before, which is a super, like a new experience for me, and I'm super yeah. excited to do it. And we get to throw in some more fun stuff. I mean, I love he- lifting heavy. Okay. Um, before the Open wasn't as much heavy lifting, <laughs> which I didn't really like, but um, we're doing a lot more strength training, which I always love doing. Um, doing accessory stuff just to keep my body healthy. Um, but we're doing some odd object stuff now, which is I really love doing like yoke carries, mm-hmm. um, sandbag carries. Yeah. Um, throwing in all that kind of stuff, rope climbs. All the stuff, fun stuff that I didn't get to do before the Open. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. It's a whole new experience for me, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next six, seven weeks yeah. um, of training. So what's your what's your training schedule kind of like? Are you, do you do you just train once a day? Do you train five times a day? Like so, what, what's what's okay. a typical yeah. <clears throat> training week like? So I usually train Monday through Wednesday. I have a rest day on Thursday, and then train Friday and Saturday. Um, with tra- regionals coming up, that may change just to kind of get used. I take Sundays off. Yeah, but regionals is obviously Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So. We'll probably start implementing some Saturday training just to get my body used to training on Sundays. Yeah. Um, but right now, um, like I said, Christian's really good about just kind of staying in touch with me about, like, how my schedule's going because, I mean, I'm currently in surgical tech school. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's a lot of schoolwork. Um, but I've I've balanced it out pretty pretty good. He'll write me two-a-days. Okay. Um, like, we'll do, obviously, the majority of the stuff in the first training. And then the second training is usually some aerobic work or anaerobic or aerobic work or like just track track sessions or something like that. And most most of the time, I'll just be like, "Oh, I can just fit this all into one session." Um, and I'm usually able to. I mean, it does take about three four hours. Yeah. Um, and in that three four hours, I'll definitely like make a shake or something just to kind of keep my body sure. running correctly. But for the most part, it's I do usually train once a day. Um, I think leading up to regionals, I have, like, a month break from school, which is really nice for me, um, like a 25-day break yeah. leading up. So I think those those three weeks I'll be doing two-a-days, mm-hmm. um, majority of the days. But right now, I mean, it's been working good for me. Um, I'm not a morning person, so <laughs> I used to do 5 a.m. training sessions. Yeah. And hated it and oh. was miserable. Um, I love 5 a.m. training. But yeah, it's usually so like Mondays I get out of class at 11, um, I'll go home and eat, and then come to the gym and I'll work out mm-hmm. till whenever. Um, Tuesdays I get out of class around 1.30, so I'll get into the gym around like 3, and Tuesdays are usually tra- it's shorter training, but it's just, it's a lot of volume condensed into two hours, like on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, because okay. I have so much school on that day, and I coach also here at the gym. Um, so I pretty much condensed four hours of training down to two hours, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think it's actually, I mean, I think it's actually a good thing for me cause it's making me work out, do every exercise under fatigue. Okay. Um, and that may be wrong there, but, um, but it's what you're doing. It's, so, it's, it's yeah, what I'm doing. Remember. So <laughs> I've, I mean, I, it's, it's working for me and, um, Fridays and Saturdays are more, where I have a lot more time to train. So Fridays and Saturdays are where I do most of my volume for the week. Mm-hmm. Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays, are, those are pretty high volume days. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's not really... I mean, I see a lot of people, these, like, a lot of professional athletes, and 
those the professional crossfitters and stuff i mean they're training all day long um and i think if i wasn't going to school and i wasn't working or anything like that i think i would be doing that sure um but right now this is what i can do and yeah. this is what i'm probably gonna have to be sticking to so how much probably. school do you have left so currently i'm in surgical tech school and i start my clinicals over the summer and so by this time next year i'll have my license in surgical tech and sterile processing um, after that, <clears throat> I have two more semesters of my undergrad, which I'll finish out. I don't know exactly where yet. Yeah. Um, but I got a little time to figure that out. I, I sure. like the Nashville area. Um, I'm not opposed to moving, um, but for the time being, I mean, this is where I'm, where I'm, where yeah. I am, and it's presented me with a lot of great opportunities. I'm in school for free right now. I haven't paid anything for school. Yeah. I have some scholarships, which is. I feel good about it. I don't want any student debt. Um, no, no. But, I mean, we're, uh, yeah, I mean, for, for from some old man wisdom, I mean, it, it's, it's yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, we're, we're still paying exactly. for some school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My parents are, yeah, they were just like, ride that free train as long as you can. I Absolutely. Mean, it's, it's um, and they've definitely, my mom and dad are amazing about that. I mean, they've helped me out so much with all of that kind of stuff because I mean they told me like as long as I'm in school like they're going to help me out and as long as I'm bettering like my um, bettering myself with all that and so all my license in surgical tech and sterile processing um, I'm going to start working after I get that Mm -hmm. um, which I'm super excited about I mean I'll be in the OR and everything like that working in like hands on with the surgeries yeah Um, so after that I'll finish my undergrad and I mean, my goal is to go to med school. Um, I don't know exactly what I want to do. I've had I've looked into a couple different things, like endocrinology, working with hormones, mm-hmm. um, specializing in that. Or, I mean, I've been I've even looked into trying to go into sur- like being a surgeon. Um, I don't know exactly what, but I definitely have time, and I know it's a lot of school yeah. left. But I think it'll be worth it in the end, just because. I mean. I was about to say, but like, I mean, I got, I definitely am looking, I don't want to just put my, all, all my eggs into one basket with CrossFit. Like yeah, I definitely yeah. want to have that after CrossFit. I mean, life after CrossFit, it's going to happen. Oh yeah. Um, I always, I always want to compete. I always want to <clears throat> do CrossFit and I'll always stay in the CrossFit community. There may be a time where I'm like, okay, I might have to take, like take a step back mm-hmm. from training as hard just so I can kind of figure out the rest of the stuff in my life. But right now, I mean like I'm loving it. Um, I'm gonna stick with competing and do it as long as I possibly can sure um obviously because I mean one of my goals is I feel like everyone's goal is to make it to CrossFit Games one yeah. day and <clears throat> I mean if that happens for me like I it would obviously be ecstatic about that <laughs> but um yeah right now with school it's it's a lot but I mean I I'm actually enjoying school mm-hmm. for the first time in forever yeah so it's, I'm actually getting to do stuff that I actually like am passionate about that I like doing um I started out in psychology um switched over to physical therapy switched back over to exercise science and where exercise science I had a advisor that actually kind of took me aside and was like I think you would do good in the medical field and I'd always been kind of drawn to the medical field mm-hmm. um just working with people Especially with coaching, I think that's the first thing that kind of brought me on to it was mm. bettering people and kind of helping them get fit and healthier. Um, 
so she kind of helped me, pushed me in the right direction, started surgical tech school, and I mean, I've been, I've actually loved this whole entire year. Like, this is, this year has been, like, everything, every, like, aspect of my life has been, like, really awesome this year with yeah. school, with um, personal life, with CrossFit, like, everything's going really, really well right now. That's cool. Um, it's all just been really balanced, like, I think that's, like, the best thing for me, mm-hmm. so. Um, well, neat. Yeah. So you, you are, uh, when you got here, you were eating as fast as you could, talking about how much food you're having to eat. So, <laughs> so are you are you working with a nutritionist? Is that part of the programming that you get from Christian? Is that? Um, no. So I've got, um, he gives me some pointers on nutrition. Um, just when, at competitions and stuff, like bumping up my carbohydrates mm-hmm. um, and all that kind of stuff. But right now, um, about a year. So when I first started CrossFit, on my bulking, because I wanted to get bigger, obviously. Getting all the gains. Getting all the gains, you know. <laughs> um, ended up putting on 60 pounds. Goodness. Yeah, and like a couple, like four months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mainly, That's a lot of ice cream and donuts. Well, yeah, it get? was a lot of ice cream and donuts. <laughs> on top of some Chipotle, you know. Because um, I was actually working at Chipotle at the time, and the manager Oh, like, no, really? He was working. Yeah, he was working. Oh, he, that's like a dream job. Exactly, man. It was great. Um, What's that? Oh, yeah. I'll take that burrito. Exactly. Sorry, we made so, that. Put that. Yeah, in the box. manager actually started working out at our gym. Okay. So he gave all the coaches free Chipotle whenever they wanted, what? like free passes. Like you oh could eat my it. So, gosh. so Nashville State is right down the street from Chipotle. Yeah. So I, I honestly ate Chipotle every single day for I think four months. Oh. And I'm not when I say every single day, I mean every single day. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. It was free. It was like oh, I was the way I was. Why thinking would you about not? It, exactly. I had never. I knew a little bit about nutrition. Like I knew like. Like the basics, the macronutrients, everything like that. But I didn't really know, like, didn't really take into account like sodium and like saturated fats and stuff like that. So, um, well, at least Chipotle probably has less than most. Exactly. But. So that's that's how I thought of it. I was like, oh, yeah. this is probably the healthy. I could be eating a burger right now. Um, yeah. Out of quick food. So yeah, I was Bugs. eating when I was bulking. I was eating like probably upper upwards of like eight thousand to nine thousand calories a day. Goodness. Because I was I couldn't put on weight for some reason. I'm just like a hard gainer, like. Yeah, I could lose weight during wrestling season. I was, I mean, I started at one fifty and I would cut down to one twenty. Like I'd lose thirty good. pounds. Wow, um, it was definitely like not good. But yeah, yeah. It was also my team needed me to do it, so I was like, okay, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> so I was definitely a hard gainer, and the Chipotle helped put the weight on real quick. Um, <laughs> on top of some fluff that was not needed, so I ended up getting up to two ten. Yeah. And that was actually right before the first year I went to Wadapalooza. And, like, I tried to, like, burn the pictures from that year just because <laughs> of the pictures that, that were taken there. Um, so after that, I was like, okay, like, maybe we should start, like, looking into eating a little bit cleaner. And it wasn't like I was eating bad, but it was just like... So you went... Okay, so bodybuilding... Mm-hmm. Out there in a banana hammock doing your thing, well, so like this, and this then is and then thing. moving into the bulking yeah, season, exactly. where all of a sudden you're you're burning the picture. You, you've exactly. gone through some things with yeah, your body. So, uh, okay, <laughs> pretty much my body went from being a one when I was a freshman in high school, I weighed 120 pounds. Okay, just string bean, uh-huh. like super skinny. Um, I thought I was muscular. I thought all abs were the only thing that mattered. Oh um, yeah, well we kind of so, do. But I've always my older brother. He's always been. Like, just bigger. I mean, he was, he was, like, one strongest freshman, strongest sophomore, strongest se- junior and senior. Like, Goodness. Just a, just a monster uh, football player, wrestler. I mean, 
he was a 195-pound state champion in mm-hmm. high school and everything like that. Just, <clears throat> just a really big guy. And, of course, me, um, me and him just definitely got into our scuffles and stuff, and he would just pound my face and every time just because I was some skinny little kid. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was 120, and then by my senior year in high school, actually, I think the summer going into senior year, I was – the last time I weighed in, I had a, one more wrestling competition, mm-hmm. and that was, like, my last one. Because I was like, you know what, like, I'm just, like, kind of burnt out. I had been done it for 14 years. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm over, like, I just don't, I don't I love it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I weighed in at 126. So, going into my senior year. So, I started bulking, got up to 145, couldn't put any more weight on, and then that's when I came to Tim, and he was just like, we talked about nutrition and stuff, and he was like, you know what, like, just go eat, like, yeah. Eat decent food, but just, like, eat a lot of it. <laughs> so I started eating, like, just the most ridiculous amounts of food. Like, I remember at one point for, like, about a month straight, I was eating, I was getting about three dry cups of oatmeal every single morning, um, obviously Whoa. cooking it and stuff like that. But, yeah. I mean, measuring it out dry was yeah. three full cups, and that's probably close, upwards Holy of 200-plus carbs. Drinking a whole carton, like, eating a whole carton of egg whites every single morning, like, Bacon and then that's an expensive. Uh, well, thanks to my breakfast. mother, you know, I was living yeah. at home at that time. Oh, there you go, there you go. Here's <laughs> um, my list, mom. Exactly. So, I mean, I was eating up, up a few yeah, things, eight thousand calories a day. Um, on well, top I of training, I want to join Sam's Club. Exactly. <laughs> um, Costco, actually, Costco there you came go, in Costco. handy there in those years. Um, but yeah, so. Did you just go get the free samples, go shopping with her? That's pretty much, yeah. Eat I would those. get some of my calories from those, pizza rolls and stuff like that. That's <laughs> my go-to. Totinos. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so after after my second open, I was like, okay, like, I feel heavier than I should. Like, mm-hmm. The gymnastics are a little bit harder than they should be. So I actually started doing the RP diet. Yeah. And it leaned me out, like, I mean, like, it leaned me out like that, because I'm, like I said, like, I can lose, like, if I start you dieting... Were, were you I still eating Chipotle every day at that point? No, I actually cut okay. Chipotle out of my diet. Um, so your salt intake Lord. really went down Oh, yes, pretty and that's quick. what it meant. Yeah. I looked like a balloon. Um, yeah. They used to call me the Shoney's Big Boy um, at the gym, um, <laughs> which is funny, because I, yeah, it's just, I definitely looked like the Shoney's Big Boy. My face looked inflated. Just, I was holding onto so much water from uh-huh. all that sodium. And I didn't realize that, like, I didn't take into account any of that kind of stuff. I was just, right. you know what? He told me to eat. That's what I'm going to do. So, started doing RP, leaned out way too quickly, dropped down to 185 from 210. <laughs> like, it was quick. Yeah. And I, I started feeling horrible. Like, my lifts were going down. Like, I just wasn't eating enough. I didn't know what it was. I'm, I was also, like, a hypochondriac for the longest time. Okay. Like, if something felt off, then I, yeah. I mean, like, I would go web on, on WebMD and... Um, Find out which way you're going to die. Yeah, exactly. Right, I yeah. think I have cancer or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I started doing... Chances are you have this rare disorder that will exactly. kill you in 24 like hours. bone cancer or something. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so I did um, the RPD diet... Ended up getting off of that just because I realized that it was not enough food for me. Yeah. And then <clears throat> I started doing, we started doing the training plan programming, which is um, like Annie Thor's daughter's coach uh-huh. writes it. And <clears throat> we started doing that and they like, they had a bunch of different, on top of the actual like programming, they had a bunch of articles and like 
calculators on there which actually talked in depth about how to calculate mm. your own macros and uh-huh. everything like that. So I read through all that, calculated my macros down to what I thought was good for me at the time. I talked to Garrett, um, who's pretty good about nutrition and everything like that. So okay. we talked talked about that, and I went and started doing it. And I knew that like if something didn't feel right, I could tamper with them a little bit, like at, throw in some more fats, throw in some more carbs. So right now, I've stuck with that for the past probably year, okay, year and a half, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Right now, I'm, my my macros are looking about 450 to 500 grams of carbs every day. Um, I, I if I go over my carbs, I'm not really worried about it, um, just because I feel fine. It's not going to put a bunch of weight on me. My fats are staying around. I calculated my fats based off um, how much I weigh in kilos. So I'm about 194. Okay. And about I'm eating about like 94 grams. 94. Um, I'm. 194 pounds. Yes. And I'm eating 95 grams of fat. I was like, you are not that many kilos. No. no. You are not. (laughs) Confused myself on that one. I'm no mathematician. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the other, I think the biggest game changer for me was, and my protein, I'm eating about my body weight a little bit more. Um, just basic. And that's what's worked for me. I mean, I've, I've, my weight usually fluctuates between 193 to 195. Okay. That's where I feel my best. If I go below that, I start feeling weaker. If I go above that, I can. I know when I've gone above that. Mm-hmm. Like after a cheat meal, like I yeah. go down to five guys right on the street and eat like two oh. burgers or something, and the next oh. day I'll so good. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, that's. I will say I've definitely I will definitely cheat whenever I feel like cheating. Um, I'm not really that strict where it's like okay I get one cheat meal a month or something like yeah. that because I would end up hating my life. Sure. <laughs> because I love to eat. I mean, I love I love being – when I cook my own food, I mean, like the chicken and rice, like I love throwing in extra spices or something sure. like that. It's just going to change up the flavor a little bit because eating chicken and rice every day gets very, very old very quickly. Yeah. Um, and just being a little bit more lenient about stuff, like switching it up every so often. Like I used to eat oatmeal every single day <laughs> for the longest time, so I started throwing in – like some Dave's Killer Bread, like bagels, yeah, or yeah. some Kodiak Cakes, or something like that, just to mm-hmm. switch everything up, um, just so I'm not... Breakfast like, is the one thing that I can eat the same thing every day. Oh, yeah, and that's what I've... It's unbelievable. If I'm... Like, yeah. I, I hunger for my breakfast. <laughs> oh, exactly. And every other meal changes, but, like, breakfast, I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to have, I'm excited about it, exactly. and I'm going to go make it right And now. it's usually the basic, it's, I eat three eggs, three pieces of bacon... If I have oatmeal, that's like two cups of oatmeal with a banana cut up in there, and then I'm good to go, or some yeah. blueberries. Um, but basically, it's but the biggest thing I think was the vegetables. Uh-huh. I also realized looking back, I was not eating close to enough um, like vegetables mm-hmm. I was needing. Yeah, and so uh, every single meal, I'll have a ton of vegetables with. Yeah, it. and that's the best thing. That's it helps everything out. Oh, exactly. It helps yeah. keep everything moving and working properly. <laughs> Those fibrous carbs. Exactly. They're good. They're good. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what's going on right now. Um, with regionals coming up with the training, I've felt the first week of actually... After the Open, we took about a week off from deload. Oh, good. Yeah. And that's... I, I definitely needed that because I've... Through all my training before I worked with Christian, I never did a deload week or a mm. deload day ever in my whole entire uh-huh. life. Um, and I didn't realize how good they were for me until I started doing them, yeah. actually. Um, so after the Open, we did about a week of D-Lo. We st- I still came in the gym, messed around with some stuff, mm-hmm. but nothing serious, just 
take it easy, like like enjoy yourself. Um, well, you got to have a, a release of some kind after all exactly. of that intensity, especially going into your well, last I, after week. The you open, probably after like, I saw how I did, I was like, yeah, let's get straight into training. He was like, nope, no, you need to so decompress a bit before the we first week in. of training. I realized like it's going to be a lot of shoulders, as the rest of my training has been. Uh-huh. So I um, the first week I had to bump my carbs up to about. 500 plus mm. just because of the amount of volume I was doing. Yeah. Um, which was still, I mean, I was still doing nothing over the top, but it was just the intensity. I think that's what was really like getting to me. So bought my carbs up feeling great right now. Um, and I'll tamper with it. I mean, if, if I feel heavy one day, I'll be like, okay, like I'll look back on, I use the, my fitness pal, like everyone yeah. else in the whole entire world. Sure. Um, and I'll be like, okay, well, I ate, like, way too many fats that day or something like that. But for the most part, this – the past three weeks of training, I've tried to keep it, like, on the dot. Because mm-hmm. like, I want to do – I mean, I want to do – going into regionals, like, obviously, I'm, I'm going in there having fun just because enjoying the experience and stuff like that. But also, I definitely would – I mean, everyone is going there to – the best they possibly can to yeah. win it. Everybody's um, going there they want to go to the games. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to do everything possible for that to happen. And sure. whether that's, I want to be able to go into regionals, whether I make it or not to the games, um, go in there and be like, okay, I did everything I possibly could this year to be prepared for regionals. Whether that's nutrition, with training, with sleep, mm-hmm. everything. If I can check off all those lists and if I make it, then great. If I don't make it, then it's like, okay, well, there's something that wasn't right there. Like, whether that's yeah. – maybe you did you needed to eat more or you needed – either way, um, I'm going to try to do everything with – that I can in my power just to make sure everything's on point with um, my training, with nutrition, with um, sleep. Um, but, yeah, that's – Basically, how the nutrition, my whole entire like life's been with nutrition. I went through so many different phases of being a skinny and then a fat kid. And <laughs> yeah. Went through those, <laughs> those three straight stages. Um, but, yeah, I, lo- I feel good at the weight I am right now. And if anything changes, then I'll be fine to adapt to it. But right now, I think I'm just going to stick to what I got. Because um, I know a lot of people do the nutritionist thing. Like, my little sister, she, she's got a nutritionist just mm-hmm. because... She doesn't like – she could do her macros herself. She's very smart when it yeah. comes to that kind of stuff. But I think she does better when she has someone telling her what to do. Like, yeah, do this, this, and this. Easier, yeah. And, hey, maybe, like, maybe it would be better for me to do that. But, I mean, I like – yeah, like well, I feel fine. good what yeah. I'm doing right now. And I think that's what I'm, I'm doing best with right now. This is, that's like, great. the best. Um, I'd rather be on the heavier side than the lighter side as well just okay. because – I, I know, like, when I wake up in the morning, like, if I come into training, I know, like, if I missed a meal or something like that, I can feel it. Oh, yeah. That may be just, like, a mental thing, but I definitely can feel Fucking it. Not. Okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't eat, or I didn't eat, like, I missed breakfast and ate it mm-hmm. an hour later, like, after class. When I got out of class, I came back home real quick, ate breakfast. Or if I didn't get enough sleep that night, like, I can definitely feel, like, okay, this training session's going to be a little bit tougher than yeah, the rest right. <laughs> But... Well, all right. Well, do you have any other competitions coming up between now and regionals? Are you doing any, um, any other little things? There's a few happening around here. I didn't know if you were going to go yeah, to them. Or... I, I think for the time being right now, um, Christian just wants me to really focus on doing 
the re- working towards regionals. Sure. Um, I've been in, I got invited to a kind of Olympic lifting competition in Knoxville, I think. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, I can't remember if the Big Orange Brawl, is yeah. that before regionals? Uh, I don't remember the dates off the top of my head. But, okay. um, I was looking into that one before the Open, but now that I've made regionals, I think it's, right, I yeah. think it's probably just going to be, let's just focus on regionals. After that, See what I've always wanted to do Granite Games, Yeah. Um, but I've just never been, like I've either just been like, oh, I won't do it this year, or I just forget about it, and by the time the qualifier starts, I'm like, well, never mind. Yeah. Um, I definitely would like to do that. Based on how regionals goes and how I'm feeling after, because he I and mean, we've talked pretty much, he's broken everything down for me. Like he's like, okay, like make regionals. We're gonna focus on regionals. That's all we're gonna focus on. Like I don't want yeah. to think about anything else. It's smart. After regionals, if you're feeling good, if you're healthy, like we can look towards going to mm-hmm. Granite Games or something like that. He's like, but I just we're gonna base that off of all on how you're feeling after regionals. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the time, I think it's it's just. Right now it's regionals, and then after that, I mean, I'll do some part. If I mean, a, if a partner competition came up, I'd talk to him about it, just because it wouldn't be that big of a deal, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, Unless you got hurt, exactly. <laughs> but because I mean, I can't, I'm trying to think of when the Nolansville Battle of the Brewery is, because me and my sister have done that every mm-hmm. like, for the past two years, and that's kind of been of like our little thing that we do each year together. Um, depending on that one, is I'll definitely try to do that. If it's after regionals, I'll for sure do that. If it's before, we'll. I'll talk to my coach about it and see what he thinks. Yeah. Um, yeah, right now it's just training and more training every single day. So, <laughs> Sounds awesome. Well, we're really excited uh, to see how regionals goes yeah. um, here in Nashville coming up here not too long from now. And uh, yeah. we wish you the best. Yeah. So thanks for being on the podcast today. Absolutely, man. And we'll, um, uh, we'll be watching you. I this sounds it. ominous, doesn't it? Yeah, I think... I'm excited about the whole regionals um, experience, and I'm definitely excited that my it's in Nashville because my parents have usually not been. Um, they they'll go to my college competitions, but they have they're usually my with my little brothers they'll do like a, have a baseball thing. But I'm excited that it's in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. My family gets to come. Like um, my girlfriend's gonna be there. Oh first yeah, co- first CrossFit competition. You got a lot of pressure just right there. I know, right? You're gonna show out. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's her first CrossFit competition. She'll be at, um, and then yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm definitely looking forward to competing with the best in the world and just gonna have fun doing it. Not yeah, gonna think about it too much, but all right, man. Well, good luck, and we'll be watching you in the regionals. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please hit that like button and also go ahead and subscribe to our channel. We would love to make sure that you continue to get uh, this great content uh, every time it comes out. Also, uh, we have one more. That's it. One more slot available for anybody that's interested in sponsoring this podcast and getting your name out there and associated with uh, what we're doing here. And so uh, feel free to contact us at barbellvoodoo at gmail.com and uh, put in the subject line podcast sponsorship. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.